Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit podcast, the voice of Shrewsbury. Um, I'm Alex Whiteley, and joining me today is uh, is Paula Pierce. Thank you so much for joining me, Paula. Thank you for having me. Um, now, I've, I've, me, me and Shane uh, a while ago, we went to the flower show. This is one of our first things uh, that we did together um, as, as a podcast. It was an amazing day. Um, Shane was uh, flabbergasted because he kept getting grabbed by the arm. Oh, I love the show. And people were recognizing mm-hmm. us. And we had a great day. Uh, but one of the highlights, uh, believe it or not, uh, from the flower show is when we went to the WI tent. Um, and we were speaking to the ladies from the WI and they were so lovely. Honestly, we, we, it's not that we wanted to get away, but we just, we just stood there chatting for ages and ages and ages. We had things to do, but we was kind of like, we got to go. But then we started talking about something else. And then, something, and then the lady brought us out cake and we sat there eating cake. Uh, it was just a, a really good experience and a, a really good, um, uh, for us to, for, to break the ice in that way. You give me cake with friends for life. Right. Um, <laughs> how, how did you, um, how did you get to, to working with the WI and where's that come from? Um, well, you become a member, so the WI is a charity, so we only have a few staff. So at Truesbury, we have two staff working in the office, they're paid staff. And at National, they have um, a couple of dozen staff, but, you know, we are all volunteers. We are yeah. a charity. Um, and I became involved probably about eight years ago now. Um, a friend of ours decided she she sort of, I've been to a few WIs and realised oh, there's a lot of old women there. I want to do a WI for younger women, which is completely a myth of them. That, you know, it's not all old women. Um, so we did, we started our own, a group of us, and um, that's Seven Sisters, and that is in London on turn. Still going now, still going strong. Um, but I decided quite early on, really, I wanted a bit more from the WI than just sitting at a meeting if, if that's what you want from the, the WI you can go to a meeting once a month and then never go and do anything in between mm-hmm. but that's not I, what I wanted I think I'd been going about a year and I was invited to the national meeting which at that time was in Leeds and it just absolutely blew me away there were 5,000 women in a room we did sing Jerusalem which you know a lot of WIs are not singing Jerusalem now but it just made all the hair stand up on on my arms and I thought you know what this is this is amazing this isn't just our little meeting it's massive and then um probably about a year later I sold a pattern I do a lot of dressmaking and I sold a pattern on Facebook and the girl who bought the pattern off me said oh I see you in you're in the WI are you going to tea and tents I haven't a clue what the heck tea and tents was um so she gave me the link to it and I've been hooked ever since so Teen Pence was my first WI camp. Um, I think there was about 500 women and we went camping and all I can describe it is um, like a big girl's brownies with gin. Oh. Um, I suppose some of the brownies have gin sneakily. Um, and we <laughs> we did all sorts of activities. We did yarn bombing. We did, um, we did axe throwing. Um, they had zip wire, that, oh, any craft you can think of. We did massage. We did all sorts, vintage hair. Um, and that just got me hooked because these women were from all over the country. Um, and it just made me realise, you know what, you can do anything. If you want to get out there and do anything, fabulous. And then um, I think I've been on the Board of Trustees for Shropshire now for about four and a half years, and I absolutely love it. I just feel... Um, 
being in that position, I can make a change, I can inspire women, I can, um, we do a lot of teaching and courses. And I just love the fact that women go on these without, you know, they don't know anything about what we're going on sometimes. And when they finish the course, they're like, well, that was amazing. And I just love that. I love that experience. I'll shut up about my. Uh, my oh, I'm enjoying that. I was really enjoying that. That was really nice because you could tell there's a passion there for you, and that, that, yeah, that's that's really nice passionate. to see. Because um, there's, there's there's something really special about being part of a community like that, isn't there? You know, because <laughs> they they people. I, mean, I imagine there are a lot of people that, are, that don't realise this exists. Uh, sat there wondering, oh, I've got no one to speak to. Lots of lonely people out there. It's, it's a common problem. Um, so, like, the more people that know about the W, I, I know the W has got a long, rich history, and there's probably millions of people out there that understand what the WI is, but there's obviously millions out there that don't, you know. Um, so it's mm-hmm. good to sort of uh, raise awareness that you don't have to be alone. You can, you've got a, a bunch of sisters out there they can yes. sort of uh, connect with. Yeah. Uh, the camp out sounds crazy. Did you say there was 500 people? There was a, there was at the tea intense one, but um, not last year. Now I'm trying to get my years right. The yeah, before last we actually hosted one for Shropshire Federation because it was our centenary, um, and we capped ours at a hundred. We did it at Stokes Barn in Much Wenlock, and we again we had loads of activities, craft activities. I did Segway for the first time, um, and and it's women, you know, women from their twenties through to late eighties come to these camps, and you do as much or as little as you want. You know, some ladies like to just sit there and craft and chat to friends that they have met from other camps or make new friends and that is one of the best things I find from it mm. you know at the first camp I went to I went on my own it doesn't matter if you're on your own because this sisterhood gathers you up and just takes you with them um so our camp was just it was lovely because it was a small camp we were able to get to know each other quite quite well we had a disco we had a talent competition um we had what else did we have oh we had just all sorts we had a man come with popcorn we had a hog roast we had a fabulous lady who cooked our breakfast for us um we had a sunday dinner together and then on the sunday night we played who what who's the dude have you played who's the dude no oh oh it's amazing it's like um oh gosh it's like charades with a pop-up dog and he's your dude so you do things like what's the dude doing what film are we in and that that was my sort of secret i said we're going to play a game and i'm not going to tell you what it was so obviously i had to blow the dude up just before i i took him in to play the game well i nearly passed out because blowing him up and <laughs> you can't come in here for a minute. Oh gosh. But brilliant, brilliant fun. Oh, that sounds really nice. It's I mean the the obviously there's it's nice to have a, a gathering of ladies that don't have to worry about a sudden burst of testosterone, you know, the mansplaining and just just being able to just relax and be yourselves. No pressure there. Yeah. You know, I can I can totally it is, it's a that. safe place to be with other women who you know, at camp, nobody's judging you. If you want to do a zip wire, you're not thinking, oh, gosh, does my bum look big in this? Because nobody cares. You know, yeah. just do it. Um, you know, people getting in bunk beds. It doesn't matter. You know, mm. you're here for a weekend. You can go home if you want. You know, you know we're not in prison. Um, but, no, it's it's so lovely. It's a lovely feeling. Yeah, it's nice. I remember, I think it was, well, I was talking about the, the, was it you were speaking to last year about this, the camp out? I can't remember. I was speaking to someone from WI about um, the, the camping thing, but obviously COVID sort of stopped it, I believe. Yes. Yeah. yeah we sh- well, 
because of the one that was so great the year before last, they, we've been asked and hounded, can we do another one? So I said, you know, not every year. I just, it's such hard work mm. organising. I have, um, I think there's about 10 of us all together who chip in with the organising. I have somebody doing the, um, in fact, to be honest, I'm just the one that does the talking. I don't do very much at all. I just <laughs> gather people in and say, can you do this, delegate tasks? And my team are absolutely amazing. I don't have to say, have you done it? Because it's done before the words are out of my mouth. And that's one of the things I, I love about the, the WI in general. You know, everybody mm. chips in. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the camping thing is amazing. It's just one one thing that you guys do. Right, I know there was yeah. a number of uh, community projects that you're a part of, uh, which uh, blew my mind actually this morning reading all about it. Um, but but for, before we get into that, what's a what's a week by week um, sort of uh, life like for in the W at the moment with with COVID? What do you what are you guys up to at the moment to sort of keep the community together? It's really it's different for everybody really some some individual WIs are still having the meetings if they've never changed but having them on zoom so they'll still have the same speakers um it's that's really nice but some are doing nothing at all for for whatever reason they're not doing any meetings so from federation we've been putting some meetings on zoom and we can we're going to continue doing that for as long as we need to and nationally, um, national are putting on some meetings. They're putting on their, um, we have a resolution every year put forward. And we, as members, every member gets a chance to vote on these resolutions. So we have the resolution shortlisting meeting on Zoom. Now, normally there's only about 40, 50 people attend that. But because we could do it on Zoom, we could treble the numbers. And that was lovely to be able to, so that people can see actually what happens in that process. Mm. Um, then I'm admin on something called the unofficial WI group on Facebook that's a women's only group um, and you don't have to be a WI member but it's it's good for you to if you want to join or you're thinking of joining it just shows the type of things that we do as a WI um, and we sort of just keep going because we're on Facebook nothing's really changed for us then there is another group called WI Wanderers, which asks WIs all over the country, have you got any meetings that anybody can attend? So it's, what's been really lovely and has really shown how strong we are as a sisterhood is WIs from all over the country have opened their meetings. So I've been I've been all over. I've been to Canada. I've been to um, London. I was at London this week. You can go to any of these meetings if they're on WI Wanderers or they're advertised elsewhere. And that's been lovely to learn, you know, how different WIs run, but also that you're not alone. Um, loneliness was one of our resolutions mm. a couple of years back. And that was that's beautiful because we, we're trying to get hold of people who, and trying to say, right, you can come to these meetings on your own. Your WI might not be meeting, but you know, come and join in with somebody else. It's um, I mean, but I remember when I was when I was younger that we, you'd lucky if you had a PC in your house, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and if it was, it would be one in the corner for the whole family. Right now, everybody's on their phones, laptops, tablets, all sorts of stuff. You know, it's crazy how technology has advanced. It's brilliant, actually. Some people haven't caught up still, you know, some yeah. people are still scared of, of, of going on social media and especially zoom. I've, 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 I've been setting up things all week this week with people that have just, 
Oh, <laughs> you mentioned yeah. these things to people and they have an absolute meltdown. It's really hard. It really is hard. And I, I, it's understandable. Uh, I'm struggling with music. I'm getting to the age now where music is becoming alien to me and now I'm feeling old, right? So I know what it is. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm catching up. Don't worry. Um, what's it been like for you guys to try and set up the sort of, you know, the golden generation with, with Zoom and social media? I think that's a common myth, you know, it's something that keeps getting thrown at us, you know, oh, the older people don't use Zoom and the older people haven't got technology. That's absolute rubbish. I don't don't think that at all. It's just certain individuals don't, for whatever reason, and that's fine, that's up to them, they don't want to be involved in it. But you know what, my grandma's over 90 and she's on Facebook, like, you wouldn't believe. Um, So, you know, and we have got a lot of older members using Zoom. It's not um, it's not an age thing. It is just sometimes I personally think people will won't use something until it's a need for them to do it. So by saying we've got this speaker coming or um, I've just booked George the Macaroon man to come and talk to us. Oh, he was on my show. I was. Yeah, that's why that's why I got the idea. I did think it was fabulous. I just thought, you know what, if people see things that they want to see advertised, they'll say, how do I actually get on there? So, you know, we've just got to keep advertising. We've got a newsletter that goes out every month and we are telling them in there, this is how you do it. I'm quite happy to sit with um, people and show them how to use Zoom. Um, I've done, I've gone to WIs virtually and we've sat and explained what all these buttons are on the bottom and how, how's the best way to use it, how to use the breakout rooms and things like that. So that's been really positive. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm a big advocate for intergenerational uh, communication anyway. It's mm-hmm. kind of one of the things I learned about recently that's actually really important. And um, yeah, I, I really, um, I agree. Totally, totally agree. Um, and so, you know, you guys are meeting online, um, uh, to do these zoom chats uh finding new people must be quite difficult in that scenario isn't it because there's not nobody's out there you can't put flyers in the post office things like that you know how do you how do you find new people or is it a case of letting people come to you you know it's, the people have got to want to come you can't just yeah. drag people by their toes you know again it's it's a need to a need for um the community to be part of something um i know some of our wis have actually gained new members during lockdown because they've you know you can go to um three meetings before you have to join so people have seen actually online what meetings they've had and thought you know what this is brilliant i want to join so we actually have had new members join because they want to but again it's like i was saying to you before um people see what you're doing and you've got to get out there. We can't just sit back and, and not advertise or do anything. So things like coming on, on your show and talking about and showing people, you know, we're not old ladies just making jam. We might be old ladies and we might make jam, but we do a heck of a lot of other things too. No. Um, it's just, it is amazing. And it, the WI is what you want from it. If you want to go out and get all these opportunities, absolutely go for it. But if you don't want to and you just want to, meet and chat with people that's fine as well nobody's going to judge you on where you're going with this amazing amazing and speaking about the uh the, the great things you do do for the community and the, the vast array of things you do um you're speaking to me about the um what was it the uh the the climate coalition 
Uh, what's this? What's what, what's this text being? Oh, you're going to have me on the soapbox now. Um, <laughs> WI, I'm one of the founder members of the Climate Coalition, along with um, I think there's over a hundred other other people, other groups. So things like the Wildlife Trust are in there, the National Trust. So we're a really big organisation, and we're looking um, at obviously climate change and how we can. The strap line is show the love. So we're looking at what showing the love for things that you're going to lose if you don't do something about it. Mm -hmm. So um, at the moment, we started off quite small with it, obviously, because you don't know how this is going to grow. So the first year, which was 2015, from my point of view, we just did little things in our own WI. So things like we were making green hearts because that's um, our emblem, a green heart instead of a red heart, showing the love. Um, and then after that, it kind of escalated, really. Um, I think sometimes people are not keen to get involved with something until they know that it's it's going to do something. Yeah. So the second year, we had um, a display in the Darwin Centre. We dressed two mannequins up in three mannequins up in three different outfits, and each outfit was made up of green hearts, which were made by our members. Um the third year, because the Green Hearts were so successful, we decided we would do something on Wellington train station so we'd get that trans transient um, passing trade, so to speak. And a lot of our members came and stood on the railway station and were giving out the Green Hearts stickers as people were getting on and off the train. Um, and also we made three Green Heart trees. So I had my dad who's handy. I just told my dad, can you make me X, Y, Z? And he made me three wooden trees and we decorated them with plastic green hearts which we made out of the plastic from um plastic milk bottles really to highlight um plastic waste and they've they've been everywhere with us a kind of tour wherever we go on display now they're actually at attingham park because we got stuck with the lockdown and with um the floods last year so they're still at attingham park stuck in a cupboard somewhere um, and then we were planning on quite a big thing at Attingham Park where we'd invited loads and loads of um, collaborators with, to do a fun day. And it was other WIs from different federations come in as well. But unfortunately, the first first booking had to be cancelled because we had really bad floods last year in February. Then we decided, right, we would put that in April. And then obviously COVID happened and we still can't do anything at the moment because of COVID. So what we planned this year obviously is going to have the windows so quickly decided what we want to do now is have people decorate the windows with green hearts. So um however however you wanted to do it really and we are going to have a little bit of a competition at the office to say send photos in and let's see what you've got. Um, my granddaughter did me a poster for my window because she's really got involved with that. And Dot Hill Primary School um, saw Ella's poster and have said, right, this week, that's what we're going to do as well. So they're having um, things with that, with the Climate Coalition. And I think what I would like to do, if people would be interested, is if we could get communities to do this, if we can get families to do this, just to I'm show down. the love of what's going to go missing. Um, and, I, you know, we did it with the... Um, with the rainbows didn't we for the nhs yeah, we well you know we need to love the planet as well because it's not going to last forever if we keep doing what we're doing well we've got we've got 10 days as we're recording this now um before or for nine days should i say before valentine's day 
um we can we can probably push something if you've got any posters or anything you want to send me i can definitely get that i'm gonna do one with my little boy he's six uh so i said to my wife i was like oh i'm just reading up on this guest that i've got coming on we should make a green heart for the window she was like oh okay and i was like make a stained glass window i saw a stained glass window example it's uh yeah that would be lovely mm. good yeah and kids love it because you know what they are i don't want to sound like whitney Houston, but they are our future and i think they've really taken this on board more than i think our generation are quite bad because we've grown up with you know dropping not particularly your generation you than me but dropping litter wasn't a problem and you know keep britain tidy actually was one of the WI campaigns initially so we should be you know pushing for that we've done litter picks we did a litter pick um just after the last lockdown obviously we did it socially distanced and kept in groups of six but we're still hoping to do something um while we're in lockdown I mean how many times do you go out for a walk and somebody's mask is on the floor and that is something mm. that absolutely drives me insane because you know it's just spreading things around as well as just dropping your litter. It drives me insane. Absolutely. Yeah, I saw I saw a meme right at the beginning of lockdown, and it's like uh, there's a mask on the floor, and so we put up, "People are the virus," and I was like, "Oh god." <laughs> You know. I can't, they are. Yeah. Um. I, I, do you know what? What's surprising me is right because I've worked. I've, I've I've had Extinction Rebellion on my show before. We've done climate control things. So they're a great bunch of people. Um. And you know, there's a lot of anger aimed towards them, and a lot of. I mean. I've spoken to Simon Bell many times on my show, amazing guy. He talks about the rhetoric of hate and sort of how these things happen. And it's when someone's environment is threatened, when someone's uh, normality is threatened, they get angry and defensive. And that's what people do when they see Extinction Rebellion lying on the floor or doing what they do. Um, so, like, there's all this anger when it's like, oh, I bet they drove in on the car, didn't they? What, what, what was in the bus that they got on, you know? But when you look at the, some of the companies that are, in aiming to go like carbon free uh, whether it be in the next 10 years i'm looking at a list now and you've got things like john deere john deere primarily use like diesel. you know yeah. diesel um you've got things like coca-cola how are coca-cola going to go carbon free but they're going to try yeah. you know there's a uh, bmw uh that you know I, I can't see that to be honest there <laughs> but ford uh tesla obviously toyota subaru Volkswagen, all these companies yeah. are going carbon free so obviously the awareness that people are, are, are presenting is doing something you know it's got and they won't be doing that for a reason like you say it is it is a little bit of i think it guilt maybe i mean people see me and they think oh no here she comes again she's going to start going on about plastic free and single-use plastic and yes i do but i don't expect everybody to stop everything immediately it's it's little tiny baby steps you know just one day stop doing you know stop using tea bags and and use loose tea or um get rid of your well obviously you've got your straws so you might as well use them but don't buy them anymore and buy um what they call silicon ones or metal ones you know Mm. just do things at a time it's just oh there's just so much you can't do everything at once can you um i remember watching um I was watching Mad Men uh, last year, and uh, there was a scene where they they're having a picnic, and they literally just yes, throw the little. I knew you were going to say that one. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. It yeah, yeah, just shake yeah. the shake it off, and that's that's what you know. That was quite normal. That wasn't a <laughs> that wasn't a shocker then. 
That threw me off. I thought it was quite funny. Yes. Just to see, they were yeah. like very viciously just throwing stuff everywhere. I was just like, wow, that's crazy. I mean, it, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I was in school during the 90s and there was the, the this, uh, you know, the Michael Jackson thing, save the world, you know. Um, there was all that sort of stuff going on and it's kind of escalated into what, what's going on now. The yeah. green heart thing, I think is fantastic idea. It's something simple that people can do. But I think uh, moving on from that, you know, there's that's raising awareness is finding out what you can do to help um, yes. locally. Yeah. Um, and even though Extinction Rebellion may look, make a lot of aggressive noise that you may not agree with, uh, these groups are worth keeping an eye on uh, just to find out how you can help in your local community. And there's, of course, a WI as well, what you guys are doing. Is there, is there like a, pl- a place where people can go to sort of find out about what you guys are doing specifically with that? Yeah, obviously, if you have a look online, um, Shropshire Federation have got um, their own Facebook pages. They have um, a website. Then if you are if you don't know which WI t- is local to you, you can have a look on the National Federation website and put your postcode in and they will tell you where your nearest WIs are. Um, any, any of us really in the WI, you've yeah. got friends in the wi just ask you know what are you doing with climate change um yeah. we have we do have a climate change facebook page and that's open to anybody that's not just for federation because it's i find it quite helpful to share links with other groups of what what are they doing and perhaps we can come together and, and do something together it's a community-based thing show the love anyway um one thing that we are planning on doing and dot hill nature reserve were on board with what i was saying about attingham park before um we are doing eco bricks we're making eco bricks with a view to having something at dot hill nature reserve when we've got enough we're going to build either um a picnic table and bench or if we don't get enough just having a bench there so I've got a lot of ladies at the moment busily putting all the plastic what they you know they can't get rid of put it in um, an eco brick and that's been brilliant yeah it's nice to see that it's nice to get people out doing things and I think it's really important like you know to, to, to teach the young uh, young folks, mm-hmm. I know they see a lot of schools doing that. Actually, yes. teaching people about a uh, green, uh, green way of living and uh, the quality, um, how important it is to look after your environment. There you go. Words, yes, Whiteley. Right. That's what you're supposed to do on a podcast. Um, <laughs> there was another. There was another thing you brought to my attention as well, which I thought is great. It's running for the year, and that's the um, uh, what's it called the the Shropshire Way Challenge, um, mm-hmm. which uh, I thought was amazing. Uh, what's what's that? What's going on there? Right, so the Shropshire Way um, Scarf Challenge. I, I, like I said before, I'm, I'm in a group called the Unofficial WI Group. So you get WIs from all over the country. And I saw that one WI were doing something in Cumbria about one of their walks and they wanted to make scarves the length of their walk. So I thought, hmm, what about the Shropshire Way? Not realising the, the distance of the Shropshire Way when the idea came into my mind. Um, let's knit scarves or make scarves, crochet, fabric. Let's make scarves the length of the Shropshire Way. Now, the Shropshire Way is 190 miles, which makes that 2,640 scarves if we go off the, the measurements we've gone for. So I decided that's really, is that doable? Um, and and when we talked about it and actually when I spoke about it people have come to me about it but now we've got all the surrounding federations involved so we've got Herefordshire um, the Wales federations there's there's three or four of them um, Cheshire 
Staffordshire. So all our boardroom federations wanted to be involved and that was brilliant. But I've actually had Lancashire Federation want to be involved as well. So even those that aren't linking to us um, have wanted to get involved with this. So the scars we make, we initially thought, let's let's give them to the homeless. And my plan is not to wait till six months down the line when the scarves it's warm weather and scarves aren't needed but as scarves are coming in I want to be getting them out there to homeless um, people um then that became a bit a little bit of a problem because some of the homeless charities were saying no we're not interested which I find quite surprising um so each federation are going to donate to their local charities so one of the things I do need is for local charities, if I've not been in touch with you and I, you know, I didn't know about you, please get in touch with me um, if you've got something that these staffs can go to. Um, so one of the um, charities is Operation Sabre, which is actually in Romania. They take their things too, but they would like some as well. And, I, and I'm happy as long as they're going to people who need them. Um, the scarves are six by 60 inches approximately. Some have come shorter, some have a bit longer, depending if you wanted to use your wool up. For me, this has been brilliant because I'm a bit of a hoarder, um, fab fabric and wool, and it's made me use up all my, my bits. Um, we're asking for donations of leftover yarn. So sometimes people are like me and have loads and think, right, I'm never going to use that or they've been gifted a load, or they've got loads set in the cupboard, please, if you've got yarn, pass it on, and then I can distribute to, to our makers. Um, and I'm just wondering if there's anything else I haven't told you. For well, me, just, I'm, is... just, I'm just looking at the, uh, the, the, the Guinness Book of Records, the world's longest scarf, and I think there was one made in 2002 um, by the Children's Hospice in Wales, and that was 54 kilometres long. Wow! So you could well, have this, a Guinness. This won't be just one scarf. It will be several. It will be several thousand. You know, it will. So each scarf will go to whoever. So they won't be joined together. It, it's just. Ah, um, okay, okay. I understand yes. now. I thought you were it's, making it's one just, big long scarf. You could put some. No, 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 no. We we're just going to um, do them six by sixty inches, uh, approximately. I'm I'm not. It's just really so then I know how far we've got along the Shropshire way. Yeah. Um, I started this really because of, like you were saying before, about loneliness. There are people out there who've got nobody, but it just means you're part of something. You're part of, you know, you don't have to be a WI member to do it, but you're part of a group. You might not physically meet this group, but you're doing something. You've got some common, common goal. Um, and also... A biggie for me, and it is another resolution of the WI, is um, in improving people's mental health. Um, it's proven that, you know, doing crafts makes a difference. It relieves anxiety. Um, it slows you down, stops you thinking, overthinking things, um, increases self-esteem because, look, I've finished this now. It, look, look, I've achieved something. So it's been good for people who don't really do a lot of, um, knitting crochet sewing or to the people who've just you know done a couple in a night because they're so quick at you know clacking those needles um, but it's just bringing people together yeah yeah and you know the that you were saying about um I've, I've i've never knitted in my life i think i think i learned to do the basics but i've never knitted anything in my life so i mean i'm, I'm probably 
I, I, I keep making these promises on the show. I'm not going to make a promise that I'm going to knit something because I know I'm so busy. I probably won't be able to, but I would love to because the idea that I've made that, even though I've just learned how yes. to do it, that's the, that's the goal, isn't it? Is to learn a new skill and to make something with that skill. You know, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, you know, I've, I've known a few, I've got a few friends that enjoy knitting and learn different, my age, younger, you know, it's, it's something nice that people can just sit and do. Well, I said to make some scarves. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, I, I love what you guys are doing and I've been dying to sort of break the ice properly, officially with the WI, uh, with the Federation, with what you guys do um, for a while now. But um, I think we were going to do that sort of earlier in the last year and then yes sort of the world Same ended thing, yeah in a weird weird way <laughs> um what what would you what what are the plans for like have you got anything put in place for when the world does open and people are going to want to get out it, it, we will hopefully just go back to normal you know people will start going to the meetings again i mean when we had that little break in between where people could meet in in groups the problem was that the village halls weren't open. So those that met in the village hall then had to find somewhere else to go. Yeah. Um, I did attend one one group who met outside. Now, that was absolutely lovely because it was summer, wasn't it? So we could all sit outside in a, in a group, but not close to each other. Um, I just hope this, this doesn't carry on too long because I, I, I wonder, will we lose members? But then, like I said before, we've actually gained some members as well um technology is just an amazing thing isn't it really i do is. see mm. um a future of a lot of wis not meeting one-to-one anyway you know there will be they'll be meeting online um and there are there are a few i think there's about three or four start just about to start virtual wis now it is just a tester it was planned before covid um, so it will be online WIs, and I think far, far into the future. But I think a lot more WIs will be meeting that way anyway. Well, I mean, you don't this... have to get dressed, and you know, you can wear your slippers while you're sat there having a meeting. Which <laughs> exactly. I think is wonderful. Sit in my bedroom, surrounded by Batman posters. You know, yeah, <laughs> like I am right now. Um, uh, I, I mean, we were talking about the Darwin Festival a couple of uh, weeks ago, and I was talking about. Um, I used to really enjoy going to the events. You know, you go to different churches, you go to different events, you go to listen to these lectures, go to the museum. It's amazing, right? But selfishly, I enjoy them because it's going out into a new place. But the Darwin Festival this year is going to be completely virtual, which is not as good, obviously, because you're not going to these amazing places, but it's available to everyone around the world. And that yes. is the most important thing is we're trying to raise awareness. We're trying to, you know, in that, that particular circumstance, we're trying to tell people about our heritage, which is Charles Darwin. Um, that's the important thing. And when it comes to loneliness, mental health, and being part of a community, what, what you're talking about there, being thing, making things virtual, that's the important message, isn't it? Is that you, even though you can't have someone physically come around and have break biscuits and have, tea with you you can have conversations with people you know yes yes yeah um, and, and you know well, we've had virtual coffee mornings with friends you know you just have to make your own drink and your own cake don't you it's um <laughs> it's not quite the same but at least there's something there yeah um are you always after new ideas um can people yes. come forward with new ideas for you guys to do oh definitely yeah i mean and it's keeping in touch with what's going on at the moment i mean it's been great to listen to your podcast because I can see what's going on around oh, 
around the county. So it's that's been lovely. You know, oh, I've never heard of those. You know, why why don't we see what they're doing? Um, so I did get a few ideas from your podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, which well, it's been brilliant because you know how would you know about you know advertising is fantastic, isn't it? Because you just wouldn't know these places existed or these things existed. You know, we don't all read the same newspaper. We don't all watch the same TV program, but pick up ideas from each other. And and that's kind of my ethos, really. I, I just I, I just like people watching, really. I find it really interesting. Um, yeah. Sure, there's a word for that as a name of, for that. But um, <laughs> it's just it's fascinating. People's it journeys, is. different people's things that they've done, and I love it. And I would I like to share it then once I've heard about it. I think everybody should know now. Um and I do kind of get a bit carried away with myself and think, right, you know, step back, that isn't your job. Um, I just can't help myself. But this is this is what I picked up at the beginning of this podcast is when when you talk about something that you're really passionate about, you know, um it really does light uh, everything just sort of oh, your face opens up you you could be you speak clearly and you get excited and you see the blood flowing through you but you know when you talk about something you're passionate about and you really yeah. enjoy it's good that's really good because it if is. you can if, if if it's infectious and people can get a bit of that uh, off you uh that's the important thing and thank you for for saying that you know about the show because that's why we do it you know we yeah. like to tell people what's going on in the town and um that's really uh really nice to hear so well that's uh, how i knew about you because one of our members um at from the flower show had brought me your card so, oh, so yeah wow. it works both ways that doesn't it okay fine i need to order more cards then because i've run yes, out and i thought do. i can't see anybody so what's the point in ordering them yeah. obviously they work they do Oh bless! That was awesome, and that that meeting uh, of the the WI was always I'll always remember that because they're just a fantastic group of people. They really are. Um, I didn't know what to expect because not knowing about the WI, I never really sort of ventured into that. Um, so it was just a nice nice initiation. I really was. Did you have a look at all the displays and everything there? Yes, we did. we did. We did. We got loads of pictures. The talent that we've got in yeah. the WI, and it blows me away. Um, a few years ago, I did my training to be a WI craft judge, and I just can't believe people how quality of workmanship and what people can do. Because you'll pick something up sometimes and think, "I don't know what the heck that is," but you'll turn it over and you'll think, "Wow, it, it yeah. is amazing." We really yeah. have got some talented people out there. Have you got to be quite ruthless then to be a judge, or is it a case of just being brave? No, it's not, it's not ruthless as such. You, you have to follow the guidelines and it's all written in front of you. You don't have to be a genius to do it. It's a tick box exercise, really. Um, we have a, the W have a book, have a book um, which on with the show it's called, and it gives you everything, breakdown, little detail, every craft, every cookery, every reserve is in there and what you must do and how it must be. And that's what we work on. So, if it's not quite right, we have to tell people. But there is there's ways of telling people without just making them you know, go Cowell. to pieces. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you don't need to be like that. You can tell them, oh, perhaps if you tried this instead of that rubbish, it makes yeah. a big difference, and it will make people try again. So. I remember, um, um... I entered a short film competition last year. It was a bit of fun. It's the beginning of lockdown, and the the. <laughs> The idea was it was a lockdown. Uh, I've never made a short film in my life, right? And the idea was that you can make them with your phones, your tablets, whatever. Right? These these professional people making these things, right? That make 
genuinely make adverts for TV and stuff, right? So I thought, okay, we'll do this. It'd be a bit of fun, right? I did it. I made what I made of it. I'm going to probably release it because it's ridiculously bad, but uh, I, I did it with my phone. Right. Um, and I did it transatlantically as well. You know, I did it across the, the world. I made this and uh, they wrote my, my review was um, something along the lines of, yeah, the transitions weren't great. Uh, the storyline was good, but it wasn't filmed very well. And I just didn't find it enjoyable. And I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks for that. Like it was just such a harsh review and i was just like okay well um i haven't made a short film since i do that's 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 a lie i make the vlogs with timmy in the summer they're quite cool um but no i, I appreciate it it's nice to have that kind of feedback in a in a nice way so i appreciate you you doing that um because uh that kind of destroyed me a little bit that little line i didn't enjoy well it. i i do that but i do also know that there are judges out there who aren't quite so kind i mean i've had bad reviews myself and it's, it destroys you really doesn't it you think oh that's it now i'm never i'm never doing that again um but, people that um, worked with me there are probably there are lots of people that listen to this that do work with me um will tell you that i am i am my worst critic anyway even if something's good i'll find a flaw um i've had a bad run of shows recently uh, especially the live shows. I did a, a live show with the USUK stuff I did, the US UK stuff, and um, my, my microphone was turned up too loud, and all you got was was all this fuzz throughout the whole thing, and I was talking over everyone. Else. I was like, yeah, yeah, having a great time. Ruined the whole show. Um, so when things that happen, it's, it's it sends you down a bit. But it's, yes, it does. Yeah, but you know, um, I appreciate what you guys are doing. Uh, I've always been doing for the community. You know, yeah, you, you sh- you're showing up for when when you know before COVID, during COVID, and I'm sure after COVID too. Um, how can people get involved and sort of join uh, the Women's Institute? You can contact us at our head office, and I'm just trying to find the phone number. I'll, I'll give you the email. I won't give you the phone number because last time I did this, I gave the wrong phone number. So our email is inquiries at wi slash shropshire.co.uk. Nice, nice. And fellas as well. You know, look us up on Facebook. We've got several Facebook groups for Shropshire yeah. Federation. Um, one's a public one. We have a private w, uh, Shropshire members only. We've got a climate group. We've got a craft group. And it's we've got a book group um there's all sorts going on it depends you know all every single member is different and their wants and needs are different should start um, a podcast group Get well a that that is my plan i would like to start a podcast but um i'll see i'll see how it goes it changes honestly i was speaking to dave Cortine uh last night from uh from the shrewsbury club from mosaic he's been on the biscuit before but he came on my my usuk show we had a drink and a chat and he was saying he just started a podcast and it's changed his life. He's like, he's like really nice just to like, because we can't go down the pub anymore at the moment. So it's not all whatever you, you can't go to the coffee shop or whatever you meet with your mates. So to, for him to meet with his two mates and just, just, just sit and chat is just really nice. It's kind of added something nice to his life now recently. Um, I think it's great. I was going to say something as well. God, yeah, I was going to. I'm going to message to the guys. Like, if you, if um, if you, if you're going through a bit of a lull at the moment, and things aren't great, or you know, uh, things have got a bit stale, the wife's bored, or what have you, or your girlfriend, or if you know someone, your mom, anyone, get them to get in touch with the WI because it'd be nice for them to get out or to meet new people. I think that that, that initiation, that spark of being part of something new, could change your life genuinely. I think that's correct. 
Oh. Hey, it's totally changed mine. I mean, I had to give up work through ill health and, you know, it's given me a purpose because I can't do my job anymore. Yeah. Um, so now I just throw myself into the WI and it just keep me going. But my life's completely changed. Obviously, you can tell by my accent. I'm not um, a local Salopian. Um, I moved down here 13 years ago, not really knowing anybody. Um and I seem to everywhere I go now see people I do know. So it's 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 been lovely. It's been lovely to have this group of friends now um, that I wouldn't have had if I hadn't been for the WI. But going places and doing things that I've never never been. You know, I went to um, a garden party at Buckingham Palace because of WI. I've been to I've been to Leeds. I have been to Leeds before, but London several times. And oh, it just it can take you wherever you want it to take you, really nice I, I, I love it i think it's fantastic a uh, safe place for for women to gather and have uh, be part of something special yeah yeah you know the what there's no negatives about that i love that um is there anything you want to tell us about before you before we end the show is there anything that you got coming up that you want to tell people about that we haven't spoken about there's probably thousands of things i haven't told you about um, the best thing to do is just to have a look on our facebook page and that tells yeah. you what's going on um okay. obviously the camping trip is in june if you're a wi member but whether that's going to go ahead now we we just can't 100 percent know um we have regular things on zoom coming up um, and they will be posted on the facebook group and on our website um and just you know any any ladies out there who know nothing about the wi go and have a look not every wi is the same you may go to one and think oh you absolutely hate it but you could go to two or three and and not find what you want every wi is different find one that suits you brilliant you've been an amazing guest i'm, I'm glad we did this it's been amazing to talk Thank about you. Yeah. and uh, you know consider us as, as sort of friends of the wi if there's anything we can help out um uh, maybe we can send Dee or Jules out uh, when when the world opens for one of the camping yeah. sessions. That'd be amazing. Oh, that would be. She'd have an absolute ball. I know Julie would. She's she's fantastic. Yeah. She'd, uh, yeah. And and Dee, by the way, if Dee, if you're going to listen to this, I know you'd have fun too. But and Jules would really appreciate that. I think. Um, but yeah, um, this has been this has been great, and we will, I'd love to get you on again soon. Sort of, especially when the world opens, I'd love to kind of catch up with you and sort of find out how it's been for you. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Right, look, guys, I want to point you in the direction of our website as well before we get out of here. It's um, at www.theshrewswithbiscuitpodcast.co.uk, and that's made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. If you need a website, go to Web Orchard. Um, uh, Pete's coming on my show on uh, on Newsuck uh, next week, and what's the difference? Uh, I know, I, know it's, I shouldn't really advertise an R-rated show on this this one. It's, it's, it's a bit naughty, that one is. So if you're listening and you're younger, probably not best to listen to that one. But it'd be nice to find out a bit about Pete. We need to get him on the biscuit again, actually. So, Pete, if you listen to this, let's do this. Get on the biscuit. Um, check out our website. All our audio is available on there. Um, and I, I want to say congratulations to our, our winner as well from the Hickory's uh, competition that we were running. Uh, we did pull a winner out. I'm not going to mention a name on the show, so I haven't asked the permission, but um, that was a fantastic competition. And I, I just want to thank everybody for this, for, for getting involved. We had honestly thou- thousands of uh, people uh, co- sort of shared it and and, and commented. Uh, it was just amazing. It, it, we The winner was actually from London. That's how big the reach was from that post, which is fantastic. Wow. Unbelievable. So uh, thank you to Hickory's and thank you to everybody that took part in that. Um, Right, I think we'll get out of here. Um, Paula, thank you very much for joining me again. You've been an amazing guest. 
No, it's been brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, guys, we'll catch you next time. Peace out.